You are now listening to the Think 180 podcast from Inc. 180 Ministries in Chicago, Illinois. Hello and welcome. Please stand by. What's going on, everybody? This is Chris from Inc. 180 Ministry in Chicago, Illinois. Always joined by my friend Kyle Craning. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's episode 26 of the Think 180 podcast. We just want to thank everybody for uh, for checking it out and listening, sharing with friends. Kyle's funny. He's the stat guy. He keeps sending me messages about how many people are checking it out. So thanks to everybody who's been turning people on to it. We appreciate that. That's right. And uh, that, of course, this is America by Childish Gambino. Also known as Donald Glover, also known as Lando Calrissian. If you guys saw Solo this week, it came out. I can't talk about it or Kyle will hurt me because he hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> Please do not. <laughs> I am going to mention one thing about it later, but it won't give anything away. But uh, it, check out that video. I'll t- I'll t- that The song, I was like, yeah, the song's all right. You know, This is America by Childish Gambino. But if you watch the music video, oh my gosh, man, it, it paints a story. It's... There's violence in it, okay. So, putting that out there, um, it's it's a tough one to watch, but it's a it's a pretty gripping social commentary on the state of violence in the country right and now. There's something new I notice every time I watch it yeah. too. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just there's so many layers to it. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty incredible artistically. So check that out. But uh, man, we have a lot to talk about. First thing I want to say though, we're, we are uh, recording this episode, episode 26. Um, here Memorial Day weekend, so of course we want to uh, just extend our our thanks to those who have uh, given their life for this country to protect the freedoms that we have, freedom to do podcasts and and live our life in the way that we do. So God bless all those who have paid the ultimate price for uh, protecting our country and our freedom. And also, just you know, I I know I say this every year, and some military folks are kind of like, dude, it's not that day, but. Like I, I thank our military folks every chance I get. So thanks to those are, who are serving now and who have served, and just thanks to everybody and prayers to the families who have lost those uh, who have who have been killed in action, and um, we just, we appreciate you. So God bless you guys. Have hope you're having a great weekend, and everybody in the country remember those freedoms. But uh, man, we're gonna get right into some craziness. Um, as always, you know we we always tell parents maybe you should listen to this before letting your kids listen to it. I don't think we have anything too, too crazy um, graphically, but there's some some pretty touchy stuff we're going to hit on today. 
But let's get right back into Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. We, uh, I think we should just re- rename this podcast the TMZ Hollywood Podcast because <laughs> it seems like we're talking an awful lot about what's going on in Hollywood, and that's not to make light of it at all. But this week, my heart got hurt a little bit when I saw that Morgan Freeman was accused by, I believe it was 16 women, of sexual harassment. Um, I was like, no, man, like, not Morgan Freeman. Like, right. you know. Like these, some of these other guys didn't really surprise me, and I guess mm. I don't know. But I was like, "This Morgan Freeman, right? You know, like he was God and Bruce Almighty, right?" And his voice makes me feel good inside. Yeah, it's like there's two voices that do that: mm-hmm. him and James Earl Jones. Oh, totally. You know, and I was like, "Ah, dude," and so I put a post up when I saw this, and all it said was. Uh, here, I'm going to read it exactly. I'm going I'm to quote myself. I've got it up here. That's a good thing. I don't want, yeah, I don't want I don't to like, misquote myself. myself. <laughs> <laughs> like the ultimate idiot. Right, yeah. And I've been known to do that. Which is all right. I yeah. said, seriously, now Morgan Freeman is accused of, accused of sexual misconduct? That comment opened up a crap storm <laughs> that was, I was like ready to throw my computer out of the window. It wow. was. I was so f- like spun out by it um i'm gonna tell you a couple reasons why okay and i'm not gonna put anybody on blast i don't do that um but man it would be so easy to do sometimes because some of the people in my life keep making the same ridiculous statements about stuff but Mm -hmm. i had comments on that post of why are you surprised Um, i'm not i'm not surprised anymore i'm sad i don't think i said i was surprised um, I was I was upset by it, like I am with any of these allegations. I think it's all disgusting. <clears throat> and some people said, well, you don't know if it's true or not. You're right. I don't know if it's true or not. I didn't convict the man. I simply said, oh, no, I can't believe that this is happening again. Um, so w- was I privy to any of it? Absolutely not. Just like the rest of us. We don't know. Um, 100%. But here, here's what I will say, and this is probably wrong too but you know we we just mentioned the freedoms that we have in this country and one of those is you're you're you know innocent until proven guilty so we respect that too but (laughs) with that said and it's getting really hard to believe these people that are um, accused of this stuff because more and more of it comes out and it is real and then i i read a lot of the actual statements from those who are accusing him and they sound pretty damning and pretty um like across the there's there's a lot of similarities kind of like the cosby case right we like different situation like he was actually like raping people um, nobody's <laughs> accused them right nobody has accused morgan freeman of of sexual assault um i'll say that or at least none that I've read yet. That's the other big thing. I think a lot of people, when they stories like this come out, I think there's a big issue where people will just jump to the conclu- conclusion that it is sexual harassment, yeah. and it was. It might have just been inappropriate comment or an inappropriate touch, and it might be a hug, like John Lasseter of Pixar. Mm-hmm. Like he was accused of that, and everyone thought he was raping people. No, right. he was. He was known as a big hugger. Yeah. And that, and that being said, there's also kind of a. Uh, culture there with him being like the big the lead guy kind of developed into like this uh old white dudes club where mm-hmm. people of different race or gender didn't have an equal voice in the creative process yeah and so while it still isn't right and you shouldn't use your power 
to, you know, hold it over people. It doesn't mean when these stories come out, just don't jump to sexual harassment. It's either way, it's not right, but mm. there is a degree, I think, of of one being worse than the other. I I hate saying that, but it's it is true though. No, but it is. I mean, you know, and and people who have been sexually harassed will say, no, it's the same, mm-hmm. or it's almost the same, or it's you know, it's going down that road now. Right. You know, in my opinion, there is no crime more heinous than sexual assault. Um, you know, it's right up there with murder to me. I mean, um, there's just, there's no call for it. And one of the comments that, well, there's two other ones. First, I'll get to this one. This Now, this was a woman who made this comment who I've never met, but she's on my friends list, which I really need to do something about that because there's a lot of that where people follow the ministry and they send me friend requests. Right. I think my private Facebook is going to be strictly people that I like actually know and right. have spent time with. Right. So I need to do a little work on that, but um, we'll call that the purge 2018. The purge. <laughs> but uh, she said, oh, well, why are these women just coming forward now? Why didn't they come forward when it happened? They probably just want money. Classic misunderstanding. I was like, doh, that's a woman saying that. Like, you know, women, I wouldn't expect a woman to say that. I would expect some frat boy to say that, you know, right. or some guy that doesn't know what's up. But So I explained it to her, and I said, what are you talking about? I was like, some women and men, because I have friends who that are guys that have been sexually assaulted and they've been abused by their wives. There's people that have been in those kind of situations that will never, ever, ever talk about it to anybody, not even their closest friend, because they're afraid or they're ashamed of it or they feel like they should have done more to stop it or whatever the situation or they have PTSD tied to it. And that to have a woman who I don't even know Go on my Facebook page and say, well, they're just trying to get money out of them. This is ridiculous. And I'm like, no, that's not always it. And she's like, well, it's because he's wealthy. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Bill Cosby's wealthy, too. He's a wealthy rapist who's going to prison right. in, in pretty short order here. Um, yeah, are there are there times when women have made accusations that have been later they've come out and said, no, I made it up. It's not true. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But to say that, to make that blanket statement that, Oh, cause he's rich. They're just trying to get his money. That's complete garbage. Right. So I don't know. Well, I mean, we'll see, like, like I said, we'll wait and see how this plays out. But I mean, there's that many that come out initially too. That's, that says a lot. That's yeah. something similar that happened with Cosby too. Like, yeah, it was a couple, and then it turned into like I even I don't know what was the final count like in the twenties, thirties. It was something like that. And I, I know one of them, um, Janice Dickinson, came out, and she was one of the big witnesses against him in his last trial that got him convicted. Um, she actually came out during that trial, or it, it came out. I don't know if she brought it forward that she had embellished some of her story. Oh, really? Yeah, and I was like, oh man, here we go. He's gonna get off on this because of that. But no, the they convicted him. But I also, not to get, I get, well, the heck with it. We're going off of tangents today. But did you hear that um, the uh, the jury from the Cosby case has been getting harassed? No. By unknown people. Wow. Like threatened, followed, like their family is getting phone calls. What? And yeah, man. It's crazy. That's insane. Yeah. So I don't know. I, oh, wow. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's just 
I don't know. But Are these people um, that upset that their TV dad is going to prison? I guess. I'm like, dude, if he did it, he did it. He's convicted, right. you know. You got to move on. You got to accept the truth. Right. Move on with life. Yeah. Don't hold that much value in your TV personality characters, you know. Yeah. You don't really know people. I mean, how many th- how many how many things have we talked about just on this podcast where people are like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it. Harvey Weinstein, the 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 girl from Smallville that was trafficking kids. It's on trial right now. I don't even remember her name, That one. Yeah. Um, you know, people are like, I can't believe it. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Like, why? They're not the people they portray. No, they're not a character. They're a human being capable of making horrifically bad decisions and doing bad things. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not, they don't get some blanket immunity because they're an actor. Like they have an equal opportunity to sin and screw up like any, any of the rest of us. The only difference is some actually do these terrible things. Yeah. And then yesterday, watching the news and seeing Harvey Weinstein turn himself into police and then be arrested and handcuffed and put in the back of a car. And I was like, man, like, oh, how the mighty have fallen, you know? And that dude. Was there like a little chunk punch snuck in while I got him in the car? Like, here you go. Right? Yeah. Oh, watch your head, sir. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, man, it's just, it's almost too much to even you know, deal with this stuff right now. It's like every day we, you know, when, when the Harvey Weinstein thing came out, we're like, Oh man, we're going to see more and more of this. I didn't, I didn't expect it to be this much. And I don't know why I, I didn't, um, I should probably should have, but it's opened my eyes for sure. Just like it's opening people's eyes when they're hearing this. I mean, it's honestly, just, I thought it would have been more. Well, we know Hollywood's been a mess, right? I mean, I, I don't know if you heard, I was watching the news the other night, but, um, Gwyneth Paltrow was interviewed by Howard Stern, I guess, recently. Uh-huh. And she was talking about when she she was a brand new into the business actress, kind of like up and coming. And Harvey Weinstein came on to her and she was dating Brad Pitt at the time. And he put Harvey up against the wall and said, if you ever do this again to her, oh, I'll shoot. kill you. Wow. It's like, dude, I always thought Brad Pitt was kind of a tool, but right. I kind of like him now. Right. That's awesome. Like, yeah. Put that dude, you know, put him in his place, give him the Vader, lift him up a couple feet, you know, and <laughs> up against the right. wall. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's just, it's as the world turns in Hollywood. No kidding. But, um, yeah, craziness, man. I, I don't know. I just, I, and you know, if you, and then if you go on Twitter, there's like all the stuff. Did you see the thing with Scott Bayo? No. And Nicole Eggert. Mm-mm. Nicole Eggert was an actress. She was on uh, Charles in Charge. Okay. She I was the Charles little blonde Charles. girl back uh-huh. then. Okay. Yeah. Well, she's still a little older blonde girl now. So, but uh, she has made some allegations that he did some inappropriate stuff and like watching the Twitter back and forth of their fans, like going after each other is just disheartening. <laughs> right. And uh, the Charles and Charge fan base. Gosh, man. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Maybe there's a fan club we should check into, interview the president or something. But there's a whole lot of inappropriate stuff going on. And, Dang, man. But one of the things, um, about getting back to this whole Facebook post thing, the one that blew my mind and really pissed me off was a guy that I do know. Who was a pastor who's not, he's, I don't think he's a pastor anymore. I think he kind of moved on and is doing something else um, locally. He posted on it and said, well, Chris, have you never done anything that could be labeled as sexual misconduct? And I was like, uh, no, haven't. Sure haven't. 
And he's like, well, it starts when we're kids. And he's talking about playing. He's like, we used to play tag with girls. And then when we would tag them, they'd have to kiss us. I'm like, bro, I don't know where you grew up, but that, uh, that wasn't happening where I grew up. I would have gotten punched in the face or worse. I kicked in the. I got, yeah. 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 I, I've, yeah. And that, right? Not from where I come from either. I don't think I've ever played that version. No. So we're going, we're going back and forth in these comments and I'm keeping it cool and stuff, but he's just like making ignorant statements and i'm like bro you need to like check this out you need to look into this and you need here you need to see what i've seen and he goes then he's like oh yeah um i just read the comments or i read the statements from those that were um claiming this and it doesn't look bueno for him i'm like you're killing me dude wow i'm like what yeah so it's uh, once again, I think we've beat this dead horse into the ground enough of social media and what people are doing on social media, but it's just crazy. Like how people could defend that kind of behavior, wh- whether they're men or women blows my mind. Um, you know, I, I don't it's know. easy to do until it, it happens, you know, to them on a personal level right. or to someone they know, then it's a whole different story. Oh then yeah. They get it. Yeah, if it's well, unfortunately, it's just if it's their wife or their daughter, they're flipping out right. or their son, whatever, you know, they're flipping out, ready to put a gun up to people's heads. Um, the one with why women take so wait to come for wait so long to come forward. That one yeah. is kind of that one still really shocks me. Yeah, and especially coming from a woman, I was blown away. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, it's like, but for those out there, why do women take so long to come forward? Some women never, Let's some victims this. never come forward. Right. Cause they can't cause it's brutal. Some people that I love very much have gone through that and have told me their stories of having knives up to their throat and guns against their head and threats of, you know, we're going to kill your entire family. And yeah, that's hard to talk about. Right. I don't want to talk about it because right. I might be killed. Right. Yeah. And why am I going to put my family at risk or myself at further risk of this? So for people to say and to to victim shame right. just absolutely grinds my gears big time. Um, it's totally uncalled for. All right, more Hollywood happenings. <laughs> Boy, we, I got I got more messages about this next topic this last week than anything else. Um, a movie called Show Dogs. And everybody, it's not any movie. No, no. It's a kid's movie. A kid's movie called Show Dogs. And, uh, yeah, so it's like live action movie, but it's voiced by actors. And uh, let's let's run down that list. It's actors uh, like Ludacris and um, Fluffy, Gabriel Iglesias. I love that guy, though. Dude, I don't get that. I don't get that, dude. Really? I don't get his whole act. Um, Shaquille O'Neal, Stanley Tucci, Will Arnett. And uh, Jordan Sparks voiced the characters of these dogs. So, I mean, I started getting blown up. And Shaq, too. Did you mention yeah, Shaq? Yeah, Shaq, Shaq is in it. Uh, whatever 15 names he wants to use today. Is he still doing it? Oh, yeah, he's doing NBA commentary. And the Icy Hot commercials. That's true. And oh, the and general, general insurance. General auto <laughs> oh, my insurance. God, me. When I saw him doing general car insurance that was Dude. awesome full disclosure i'm a celtics fan i can't stand anybody that wore a lakers jersey except for magic johnson i have Ooh. a lot of respect for him but 
go Celtics game seven, baby. Um, so anyway, show dogs. So this movie came out in the last week or so, and it's, um, basically the, the premise of the story from what I read online is, um, there's a police dog who goes undercover in a dog show to catch, um, some smuggler, right? So he has to pose as a show dog and uh, that's Ludacris's character. His, I guess his name is Max. And then there's another dog named Frank, who is a former champion of dog shows. I feel like such a dork even describing this movie. (laughs) Gosh. So Max is going undercover and Frank is helping him like learn how to do these dog competitions. Right. And I've seen like when the Westminster dog show is on, I'll watch like 10 minutes of it. And that's about all I can stand. I just want to see if an English bulldog is in the top 10. But I've, one of the things that I've seen when we watch these dog shows is they like touch their, their, their genitals. Right. And I'm like, why? Like, what's that all about? Well, that's the uproar of this movie, Show Dogs. So I'm going to read this. This is from uh, the story that I posted on the Inc. 180 Facebook page. And it's a, a quote by this writer. It says, since the inspection of the private parts will happen in the finals, Frank, who's the former champion, touches Max's private parts to get him used to it. Okay, that's grooming. Of course, Max doesn't like it and snaps at Frank for him to stop. Okay, this is where it gets even worse. Max is then told by Frank, who has been through the process before, that he needs to go to his Zen place while it happens so that he can get through it. More attempts are made by Frank to touch Max's private parts, but Max is still having trouble letting it happen and keeps snapping at him. What in the hell were they thinking allowing this in a movie, period, much less a kid's movie? I can't even believe that the the people that rate movies allowed that, didn't say anything about it. Who greenlighted this piece of garbage movie? Like <laughs> that's the first question. Unbelievable. Like I, I read this stuff because I was like, what is everybody in such an uproar about? And I read this article. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Uh, So this is uh, actually from uh, a dog show uh, website. But uh, so they, uh, for males, Mm -hmm. for male dogs, they will always begin at the animal's head and move towards or move rearward. Uh, For male dogs, the inspection ends with the judges lightly touching the testicles to make sure they are present and of equal size. According to American Kennel Club rules, any dog who lacks two normally descended testicles will be disqualified because. Dude, why? Like what? Okay, whatever. That's dog show world. That's a whatever. That's that's still. Yeah, that whatever. But a kid's movie. It's like they use the kid's movie and like the dog show as an excuse to kind of use that as a joke as a vehicle to you know start making jokes about inappropriate touching and harassment yeah who dude i'm like i'm not even done with these people like i want to find out who the writers were like there's some creepy creepy stuff behind that man that is is not even close to cool like I can't even believe it got passed through the the comp the production company to be like, oh yeah, 
That's cool. That's funny. Let's see. I'm I'm looking it up. I'm on the the uh, Wikipedia site for this thing. What is it rated? It's got to be like a PG because it's a kids movie, right? I don't even know. I'm gonna look at it while I'm talking though. But here, so this is this was going on for a couple days, right? And the uproar was was huge um, from all directions, and I saw stuff on the news about this, and um, then I got a message. They're like, "Good news." They pulled the movie from the theaters and edited out those scenes. Show Dogs is PG. I just looked it up. And it's showing right here at Kendall 11 Theater. So, great. Um, So they pulled the movie from the theaters, edited the scenes out that included this grooming stuff, and re-released it. Um, Yeah, still don't go see it. Don't give these people your money if they're out there, you know, putting this stuff out there absolutely ridiculous like what are we teaching our kids oh if somebody touches your genitals just go to your happy place and it'll be okay it'll be over soon right forget about it utter crap i just i can't i can't say it <laughs> enough so i'm so beyond done with all this stuff you know and um i don't know maybe i'm at first i thought maybe i'm hypersensitive to it and then i read it and read it and read it again i was like no way man this is just disgusting on many many levels like so many people i mean it made the week that it came out it made 8.8 million dollars so a lot of kids went to see this movie and our parents having the conversation with their kid after they saw that like oh my gosh that's wrong i can't believe they did that right there's a there's a completely different way that they could have handled that scene in the movie right you know, and yeah, it's part of the dog shows. Okay, whatever. It could have been like a quick, like, showing the dog's face and like, ooh, a quick and like, oh, or what was that? And that's the it. the dog Boom. biting the dude's arm off and right. running out of the place. Yeah. Right. That yeah. would have been, that would have been kind of funny for kids, you yeah, know? I like, don't know. I mean, I don't maybe, think, maybe, I don't think there's any way to like make that okay. Like, tough. I think they should have just, kids, that movie was made for kids. Kids don't know that that's a normal part of dog shows. <laughs> that's true, that's most, true too. most adults don't know that that's a normal part of dog shows. And if they do, they look away. How many right? kids watch dog shows anyway? None. None. Oh, well, very, very few. Um, but just unreal, man. That's, what the hell is Hollywood doing? I don't know. Whoever, whoever did that, though, it's got to be called out. You know what's yeah totally, definitely. Um, gotta we gotta find out who this dude is who wrote that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why isn't this guy getting blown up on you know the meat in the media for doing this? Like, man, like I don't know. It's like I I was talking to my wife this week and I'm like I'm so done like with all this media crap and everything else going on. I'm like, what is? But Michelle Wolf will be, you know burn at the stake for doing a roast. Right. That'll get all the attention. Yeah. But a kid's because it's a kid's movie, it's not going to get the get that attention, I guess. Oh, the the you talking about the comedian that did the yeah. correspondence dinner? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think well, yeah. That's a whole that's a whole episode right there. Right. That was that was crazy. Um and I promise this is the last thing I'm going to talk about Hollywood today. And maybe next week we'll have something else, but um, I went and saw Solo, and I promise I'm not going to talk about any of the story because I I know that Kyle is as big of a Star Wars fan, if not more than I am. So it's debatable. It's, it's yeah, we're we're neck and neck, <laughs> but you have more lightsabers. I don't even have a lightsaber, man. 
I don't even have a lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so inadequate. Um, so I went to see Solo, and there's... Um, what's the woman's name that's in Game of Thrones? Amelia Clark? Amelia Clark. Clark. Okay, yeah. So she's one of the characters in it. And this isn't going to give anything away. Um, but she has, on her wrist, she has a brand. Looks like a tattoo brand. Okay. And I watched that, and I was like, oh, like that kind of like bothered me a little bit. Now... There was no more to the story. There was, there was nothing behind it. No, brand. it wasn't like a trafficking thing. It wasn't anything like that. So huh. I, I want to get that out there. But I saw that and I was like, huh. Like, I wonder where I got that from or that idea. But it just kind of opened my eyes a little bit. And I wonder if it, because at first when you kind of, when I saw it and you kind of mentioned it, I wondered if it was going to be tied into like Jabba, like having some like underground, like, trafficking ring no it's not well see the thing is there is the the princess slave leia yeah true which is kind of (laughs) true there's that but no it was nothing like that it was not any kind of a sex trafficking thing um they they kind of suggest things of more of a like a like a labor trafficking kind of a thing um but i just thought it was kind of interesting so I'll be I'll be interested to see what you think when you check it out. And maybe I'm just hypersensitive to that topic, but I thought it was kind of interesting. But uh, that movie, I'll pr- I'm sure it'll be the number one movie this weekend. Most likely. The only yeah. thing I will say about it is, like what I, I told Kyle before we, we started today, but Donald Glover and uh, the guy that plays Han Solo, like, totally killed, like, dead on with those characters. They were awesome. That makes me really excited. They were so good. Like, you watch it, and you're like, yeah, that's young Lando and Han Solo. Like, it's really, really, really Plus, good. Plus, I just want to see a young Millennium Falcon that's clean and white. Oh, light. it's awesome, too, Is man. It? Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> There's so much yeah. I want to tell you, but just won't. Um, so, yeah, great, great stuff. Go check it out. Enjoy some time at the movies. Some good air conditioning. <laughs> Get all the heat. Yeah, you know what's funny about that? Let's let's just mention that real quick. So, it's like 90, it's going to be 94 degrees in Chicago today. We had the longest winter I think we've had since I've lived here this year, mm-hmm. and now everybody's freaking out because it's hot. I'm like, what do we want? I would take the heat. I'll take the heat. I <laughs> see. My favorite part of any season is that transition when yeah. you get the 60s and 70s for a solid like two, two and a half yeah. months. I love spring and fall. Yeah, for sure. But we didn't have spring. No, we had like a week of spring, and yeah. then it was like, here's 85 degree weather. Oh, now yeah. we're just going to jump to 100. Yeah. So, Okay, okay. And we got all of the spring allergy pollen dust mold in like a week and a half period of time and destroyed my brain for a good couple of weeks. But hey, it's nice out, so go out and enjoy it. The one thing is, that was funny, I was watching the news this morning, they're talking to people going to North Avenue Beach in Chicago this weekend. They're like, hey, uh, you know, air temp's going to be in the 90s, but uh, the water's still 50 degrees, so you probably don't want to go in the water. <laughs> First of all, I don't want to go in Lake Michigan anyway because it's like a giant cesspool um second of all yeah 50 degrees good luck getting me in in that water ever right but, uh they're like yeah could, you could get hypothermia and die in five minutes Jeez. even though it's 90 outside I'm like, right what um next thing i want to talk about is um i think we've ta- i think we've talked about the whole willow creek thing and yep the allegation Jeez, like this is like allegation podcast <laughs> man goodness we really got to find some more stuff to talk about next week. Um, I'll work on that. But um, 
Bill Hybels, for uh, those of you who don't know, was the, was the pastor, founder of Willow Creek Church, a mega church in South Barrington. They have other campuses as well. Uh, it's a church that I've done quite a bit of work with over the last, uh, you know, four or five years or so, partnering, doing events, speaking. Um, and I really have a lot of respect for things that I've learned from Bill Hybels over the years. He was accused of sexual misconduct. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of these allegations sound like they are, in fact, uh, valid and and did happen. Um, I don't know because I'm not a judge or a lawyer, but, um, it just, it's, it's not good. It's not good. And we've talked about it, but what I want to talk about is the fact that I went, uh, and did an event. I, I had been asked about six months ago to come up there and talk about social media safety, which of course, if you follow our work, you know, that's something we do quite a bit. And, um, did it with one of my friends up there at Willow, Cheryl and, I got there early and was walking around and talking to a bunch of friends that I have up at Willow and some friends that are pretty tied into what's going on there as far as leadership goes and stuff like that. And I just, all I said was, Hey, how are things going? You know, you guys doing okay. And and I was really kind of amazed at some of the answers that I got, the responses and people like saying some pretty horrible things. about about bill and i was like you know i had read a bunch of things that you know some of these people had been quoted in articles saying you know we're here for bill and we're gonna support him and get him the help that he needs you know whatever he needs and you know blah blah blah. and some of these some of these same people were like making jokes about it and like yeah we got another seven complaints this week like dude needs to keep it in his pants and i'm like whoa Whoa. like i'm in a church and y'all are saying this like So it, it bummed me out um, more. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, um, I don't know the status of things with that investigation. So that is what it is. Right. If, you, if you care to, you can research that on your own. But um, it really, it that genuinely broke my heart when I read that he was accused of that stuff because I'd met him a couple times and really held him in very, very high regard and a lot of the things that he had written, I really, really respected, but, um, yeah, I couldn't believe I was in Willow Creek church and leaders from Willow Creek church were talking, saying some pretty just horrible stuff and making jokes about some of the people that were accusing him of it that were way off base. Right. Um, and unacceptable. So, you know, I'm praying for everybody involved in that situation um, both sides of it is just it was pretty sad. So I wanted to mention that. Um, I guess that's all I'll say about that. Um, one thing, if you have listened to the podcast or you know me or you followed our work, I don't really review books. You know why? Because I don't really read books. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty rare that I will read books. I and here's why. It's it. I can read. Okay. Let's say that I, I did get some decent public school education <laughs> in LA, but, um, I just, I have horrible ADD and a billion things going on in my brain at one time. And I find it very difficult to focus on reading for enjoyment. But with that said, I do have a book that I wanted to tell people about because I think it's pretty uh, important. And I think it's an amazing book and it's a, it's, 
thankfully for me, it's a pretty quick read. It's like 200 pages. Uh, it's broken out really cool. I'm doing a, a book study with my friend, Pastor Dave Mudd, and my friend Jason Sapphire from uh, Alpine Chapel up in Lake Zurich. And Pastor Dave brought this book to the church's attention, and they're doing this great program, reading through it and studying it and, and having groups talking about it. And uh, it's called 42 Seconds, and the author's name is Carl Medeiros. I should definitely check it out. It's, you know, it's a real easy read. And here's the thing. The book, the premise of the book is basically how to share Jesus with people and not be offensive and how to, how to really interact with people the way that Jesus would. And it, it's, here's the thing that I've taken away. I'm, I'm about halfway through the book so far. And um, it's the points that, that Carl Medeiros makes in this book, 42 Seconds, are so simple that everybody forgets to do it. It's like, um, put your phone away when you're talking to somebody, like right. focus on them a hundred percent. Don't be distracted by other stuff. Don't be looking on your computer when you're having a conversation with them and be present. And, you know, if you want to really <laughs> show people that you care, care about their kids and stuff like that. And it's, it's, these are really short chapters. They're like four or five, six pages long. Perfect for me. There's a coloring section in the middle. There should be a coloring <laughs> section. That was my only suggestion. Maybe, you know, adult coloring book section, some stained glass pictures or something. But oh, those are awesome. no, it's a really cool book. And he's got a really cool background. He lived in the Middle East and uh, spends part of his time living in Dubai now. And just really cool guy. I've never met him, but he sounds interesting. I'd love to have coffee with him sometime. Carl, give me a shout. Um, but no, cool book, 42 seconds, check it out. You can get it on Amazon. It's like 10 bucks. Um, they have digital download too for your e-readers and all that good stuff. So check that out. Um, and the crazy thing is I was talking to my wife, Lisa, the other night and she was like blown away to see me reading a book. (laughs) She probably fell over. Dude, I can't even read magazine articles. Serious. I'm a hundred percent serious. I cannot I can't do it. I just can't focus because um, I'm always thinking about ministry and artwork and cover-ups and yeah. whatever. But um, it, it was funny because we were talking about it. She's like, it's so cool to see you reading. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, I, I do know how to read. And she's like, I know, but like, I think it's good for you. And I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, I think it's good for me too because – even in the whatever time, you know, 20 minutes it took me to read six pages because I'll read a sentence and I'll be like, okay, I kind of got that. Let me read it again. Mm-hmm. Um, it it forced me to just be quiet and not deal with outside distractions and focus on the book. So yeah. I think it was kind of cool. I think I'm going to start reading some more. So if you guys have some some solid book recommendations, send me an email, chris at inc180.com. First person that sends me 50 shades of gray, we're going to fight. No, just kidding. (laughs) Do not send me junk like that. But, uh, yeah, 42 seconds. Carl Medeiros, check that out. It's on Amazon uh, or wherever you buy books. I think there's still, like, two. Are there uh, still bookstores? I I think there's, like, two Barnes & Nobles. But uh, check that out. A few announcements. I've got some cool stuff coming up. I was just on Moody Radio recently with um, Carl and crew in the morning. Carl is just a a great dude. And we've been friends for the last few years. I've been on his radio shows a number of times and I just, I really enjoy talking with him about faith and stuff like that. So, um, I was recently on and then I just got a, 
just got an email from Diana, the producer, this last week and asking me if I would come up and appear on the show again on, uh, we're doing it on June 11th. So 611, Moody Radio, 90.1 FM in Chicago, Carl and crew in the morning. Um, I'll be on there because the reason they asked me to come back is I was talking, I had my, uh, my oldest daughter Mackenzie came with me and um, because uh, her friend Hannah used to be her young life leader when she was in high school, now works as a producer on the program. So I brought her with me to see Hannah, but um, we were talking about it and I've talked about it before where, you know, I've only been a Christian for like eight years and my two oldest kids refer to me as old dad and new dad. So all Father's Day week, they have different guests coming on talking about different things related to being a father and what that looks like and how faith is a part of that. So so that's Monday, June 11th, Moody Radio. I'll be on there. I don't know if it's 6 a.m. I think we, we do it at 6 a.m. live, and then they replay it at 8. So check that out. Las Vegas, um, I'm my uh, appearance at Central Church had uh, had to be rescheduled this winter when I really, really, really wanted to go to Las Vegas and warm up. So now I'll be out there June 23rd. It'll be about 117 degrees, I think. But that's all right. I get to go see my, my buddy Sean Williams and Judd Wilhite out there and, and do my dangerous faith class at Central Church. So Vegas friends, check that out or shoot me a message. Let's get together. Um, hoping to spend some time with uh, with Annie out there from Hookers for Jesus and see some different ministry folks that we love. She's awesome, dude. She's crazy. You know she's married to the guitar player from Striper, right? What? Yeah. Oz. Yeah. And they're coming. They're playing here in uh, the Arcata Theater, like in September. So, yeah, we're going to go hang with Striper backstage. Yeah, but good people, man. Doing great work out there. She was trafficked and she helps girls and, and guys that are being trafficked get out of that. And she has a safe house and all kinds of cool stuff. And then I haven't talked, I don't think I've talked about this yet. Just like one of those proud parent moments. But uh, my son Tyler is, uh, just turned 16, got his license the other day. Pray for everyone in, on the streets. <laughs> He's a good, he drives like Mr. Magoo, like 10 miles <laughs> under the speed limit. Hands are at 10 and 2. His chin is like just oh, above his gosh, team. Man, it's funny. But um, he has a band that he um, helped form about a year, year and a half ago called Who Knows, pop punk band, kind of Green Day style. Um, they were they um, submitted and were asked and invited to play the Vans Warp Tour in Chicago on July 21st. So if you or your kids are going to the Warp Tour, check them out. They're playing at the uh, Full Sail University stage uh, at the Tinley Park Show, Chicago. Vans Warp Tour, the last Warp Tour that they're having, so it's kind of a cool thing, and a lot of a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, going to Iowa this week, covering up a sex trafficking tattoo with the FBI for a young woman. So pray for that and the travels there. And I just hope everyone had a great weekend. This will probably air after Memorial Weekend, but praying right now that everybody has a happy and safe Memorial Day. God bless you guys, and uh, I guess we're gonna. Are we going to close this out with a little bit of uh, the, boys? the boys? The boys. We're going to do a little a little Brian, Monkey, Jonathan, Reggie, and Ray. A little bit of corn. Have a great weekend, you guys. Be blessed. You see, we're on a mission from God.
Jai.